I'm Bob. I like coffee. I also like to tell stories. So here at the Bobcast Coffee, it's time for a coffee break. So take a coffee break with me and pour yourself a cup of your favorite Joe. By the time you're done with your coffee, you'll know something about me you really didn't need to know. But you'll have fun learning it. Just remember, my stories are true. For the most part. Today I am enjoying my Scars and Stripes coffee out of a brand new coffee mug. Just got this, given to me by my best friend Plumber. Dave, thank you. It is Join the Resistance. It's a Star Wars cup. It is metal, so it's going to be hard for me to break. And uh, take a look, it works really good. puts the coffee down nice so uh, no matter what happens in this world remember you can always sign up for the resistance right here today we're going back in time a bit we're going to do episode 26 episode 26 is called you're a good man charlie brown back in 1979 I was in Yukon, Oklahoma, attending the mid-high school. A 15-year-old sophomore without a clue what he was doing. Sometimes not knowing gives you a leg up when you try new things. So the music department at this mid-high was a well-established department. The theater department, on the other hand, was much less and was still trying to get a foothold at the school. The theater department, in fact, the class was just fresh, right off of doing a set of one-act plays, which was my first experience on stage. But a one-act play is not a full play. It's not a you know, three-act play. It's not a musical, but it was still a play. And the one act that I was in was God's Favorite, a Neil Simon comedy. And it gave me a taste of something I had never known. I call it stage life. Stage life is what I think of as Bob in another reality. Now, it doesn't matter if Bob walks the halls of school every day scared to death. See, there in the halls... There are plenty of opportunities to make a fool of yourself or to run into bullies that are really bigger kids than a barely five foot tall Bob. And worse than all of that, there were girls. When you're on stage, you are still yourself, still Bob, but you have new rules to live by, like 
Bob's name is Ben. And Bob is not scared of women. But he's the bad guy. Or he's the comic relief. Or he's the hero. When you're on stage, you have the protection of the script. And that is a lot of protection to a young 15-year-old Bob with little self-esteem. Which now leads us to the tryouts for You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown. As with most school plays, the tryouts were an open call. So you walk in and read for all the parts. Now you, you must understand, Bob at school at this time is not five foot tall. Close, but not there yet. But when I'm on stage, I'm 10 foot tall and bulletproof. So I walked in to that open call knowing that I was going to be cast as Charlie Brown, the lead. I read the lines. I sang the songs. I did everything they wanted. And the next morning, I was cast as Linus. Now, see, I couldn't believe that Mr. Seacrest, the drama coach, and Mrs. Krause, the vocal teacher, didn't see me as Charlie Brown. I really wanted another taste of that stage life. So, Linus it is. The cast ended up as Steve Russell being cast as Charlie Brown. Lucy went to Tracy Boyd. Snoopy was played by Lori Bradford. I was Linus. Schroeder was played by Ron Sterling. And Patty was played by Kim Claybo. Here's a fun fact. Ron Sterling was new to Yukon, and I wasn't very sure about him. I mean, Ron? He was tall, good-looking, just about the opposite of a Bob. But over the next few weeks, I got to know him and we built a friendship, and that friendship still exists today. See, in fact, that is the really fun thing about being in a cast. We became very close through rehearsals, extra hours in the vocal room, learning, learning the songs, also line and blocking rehearsals. All this gave us time to grow as an ensemble. Now, messaging back and forth to a few of the cast members gave me another look at the show. And I was talking with Lori. Lori Bradford, well, Lori at the time, Bradford, remembered how the cast came together and that we couldn't stop laughing. And that's true. We laughed a lot. But what I remember about the laughter was that there was a certain Lori Bradford who was always in the middle of it. Now, she was very correct. Sometimes we couldn't even get the rehearsal done because we were having too much fun. As Lori remembered, we were given incredible leeway to create our characters. 
to and build as a team. Now, for the rest of the time of my acting career for another 20 years, I was never given this kind of freedom with a character again. But we were young and inexperienced and never we never knew just how great we had it. She was absolutely correct when she told me that the cast perfectly morphed into their characters. So, yeah, I guess my teachers were right and I was cast into the best possible role. Now I asked Ron what part of the show he remembered the most and he answered the book report. It was definitely one of my favorite scenes. As a group, we sold this song. The really sad part about this scene was that I was always sitting downstage next to Lucy. You know, brother, sister sitting there doing our book reports. But we were downstage. Ron was behind us upstage. So I always heard him sing his part. But I never actually watched him perform the song. The audience always responded very well to Schroeder's part of the book report. Yet the book report was not the only high point of this little play in a little school in Yukon, Oklahoma. Let's see, Snoopy's Supper Time. I still sing today. When lunchtime arrives for Bob, supper time. So I work at the airport and I go walking down the concourse singing, It's supper time. Oh, it's supper time. When supper time comes, supper can't be far away. Yeah, people look at me pretty strange. Now, the Linus solo was a song called My Blanket and Me. Now, when we started, I, when we started this podcast today, I, I said that I didn't have a clue what I was doing, and that was a good thing. And this is why. A 15-year-old Bob, now get this in your mind, is now performing a solo song and dance number on stage and my partner is a blanket. And I'm okay with that. At the end of the song, Linus has left his blanket on one side of the stage and he walks away from it proving that he doesn't need it until the pressure gets too much for him and he has to rush back to the blanket. Now, I chose to dive for my blanket in a true Charles Schultz form. Knees and elbows tucked in on all fours. The audience would always gasp when I did that. The fun part, the raised platform, but we used that for the stage, made this loud wham every time I did it. I loved it. Remember, this is the Bob that was scared to walk the halls of the school. And here I am 
dancing with a blanket, declaring how much love and need for this piece of cloth. And the funny thing was, in those halls, I never got a pushback on this. No, no wonder I spent the next 20 years finding any stage I could live on. The final song of this play is called Happiness. I will tell you that it's the saddest song ever. <laughs> Wait, what are you saying, Bob? That is the sweetest, most loving song ever written. It reminds people of all the wonderful things that they find every day that bring smiles and happiness. It's uplifting and lets the audience leave the show feeling wonderful. Yeah, all that's true. But you need to remember this new world that Bob had found. And when this song ends, I have to leave the stage. And I am no longer Bob, who's called Linus, and who says wonderfully witty words, and that makes people laugh and think. I no longer get to live in this world where my best friends and I go to school, play baseball, and sing together. A world where Tracy Boyd is my big sister. And Lucy loves me, just like a classic older sibling should. She may threaten to knock my block off, but she'll defend me from others. Where Kim Claybo is Patty, her best friend, and she can always be counted to be there in Lucy's defense. A world where I spend every day with my best friend, Steve Russell, AKA Charlie Brown, and Ron Sterling Schroeder. And we are all trying to figure out life together. The next time I see my Snoopy, I'm going to give Lori Bradford, now Morgan, the biggest hug and I'm gonna let her remember that happiness is a warm puppy. The last performance that we sang that song together ended that part of my life. Now it's not all sad that this did end. I went on to be Oscar Madison and Charlie Cowell Tom Snout the Tinker and many other wonderful people. So life does go on. But a final thought to the cast of the Yukon Mid High School 1989 production of You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown. When I think back on my childhood, I remember things like grade school and little league football. And yet there's this brief moment where a whole nother life blips in and out and you my friends are there for all time I will probably go out on YouTube and put the audio out of our performance it's done on a cassette 
tape that one of the moms, and I, I can't remember who, just held up during the entire performance so that we could have the ability to hear ourselves. I wish we had a video recorder available to us back then. It would be fun to be able to see Ron actually playing out the Robin Hood of the book report or Charlie Brown getting his uh, kite stuck in the tree. Steve played that scene pretty well. I, I enjoyed that one. I personally think, you know, we were kids. We were 15 years old. And I personally think we created just as good a performance as any cast anywhere. It was a good time. Thank you for being there with me. Till the next time, go enjoy some coffee. <laughs>